0: Hello, I'm Don Whitlock and welcome to the GDI podcast, a brand new show presented by Global Dating Insights, the online dating industry's leading trade publication. Throughout series one, a number of brilliant guests will be coming into our London office to talk about the current state of the industry and how their product is changing the lives of people all around the world. Today, I am joined by Dan Winchester, who is the co-founder of Scamalytics, the world's leading anti-fraud company that is dedicated to the online dating industry. Scamalytics works to detect and eliminate fake dating profiles to protect singles from falling victim to romance fraud. Its in-depth shared database prevents known scammers from moving to a new platform if they've already been caught on another. Dan, thank you very much for coming on to the GDI podcast today.
1: Thank you for having me, Don.
0: So I gave you a quick little introduction there. Could you maybe give us more of an overview about Scamalytics and explain some of the services that you provide?
1: Okay, so uh, we've been operating since 2012. And our our main product is uh, a scammer detection service, which we deliver over an API. um, And that's used by uh, a wide range of dating services. the the product works really in two ways. We we maintain a uh, a database of um, fraud uh, intelligence, uh, which is shared between uh, everyone using our our network. Um, And we have a a layer of machine learning on top of that, which uh, continuously predicts scammers as trends evolve. We've got a unique Uh, algorithm, which we call uh, a risk confirm algorithm. And uh, that is designed to make decisions the same way that a human moderator uh, would do. So we we observed how moderators were making decisions and they were generally looking for some kind of signal which indicated a user was a bit risky. Um, And and then they'd look for a second independent signal to try and uh, satisfy themselves that that person genuinely was a scammer. So we've algorithmically uh, recreated that process and that allows us to, um, to uh, really accurately determine whether someone is a scammer. So they can actually just be automatically removed from a service without um, need for human attention. Uh, and then we have a, a sort of second tier of risk where uh, perhaps a moderator needs to just have a look and double check that user or that user's taken through a, a second level of security. Then we operate a a moderation portal, and that's designed really to expose all the data behind these decisions and allow moderators to make faster and more consistent moderation decisions by basically just having access to better data. Um, And we have a new uh, product, which we've just launched recently, which is a a free product, which is designed um, not to be delivered over API. It's designed to be used by uh, human beings, and I'm hoping we'll, discuss that in a bit more detail later. Uh, we're the biggest company um, in the industry that specialises in the industry. So there's obviously other fraud companies out there, but we only do dating um, and we check about 4 million new users every month.
0: So what are some of the uh, biggest warning signs that, that, that you look for that could potentially uh, indicate that a profile is a scammer?
1: Well, there's two things that scammers generally always uh, exhibit Uh, and those um, two traits are the scammer will be uh, misrepresenting who they really are so they'll be using someone else's identity or just generally a a false identity they're very unlikely to actually put their own true identity on their profile Um, and then the second thing is Uh, they are going to try and move the user away from the secure environment of the dating service, uh, and they're going to try and move them onto some other platform where they will execute the scam. So those two traits that scammers exhibit, we've built tests around both those traits. So on the first uh, side, we're trying to look for... um, People who aren't who they say they are, so perhaps they're uh, accessing from a different country that they, the, the country they state they are. Perhaps there's something suspicious about the, the photo, maybe it's been used by someone with different information on a different service, so we've already seen that photo before, or we've seen a, you know, such a similar photo that, that it's, it's probably related. Um, those are a couple of examples of where someone is misrepresenting who they really are. And then, in terms of uh, moving users off the site, that we're looking more at kind of behavioural stuff there. So, um, are they smuggling email addresses into their messages? Um, and that's quite complicated to look at because sometimes genuine users want to move off the uh, platform for um, you know quite legitimate reasons uh but with scammers you're probably seeing that happen in higher volumes and maybe a bit earlier on in the um, in, in in the conversation so we're, we're looking at at those we're looking to identify trends which really uh, help us um help
0: us attribute a risk factor to that user so obviously online dating companies want to protect their users as they're as they're helping them find a potential partner do you think these companies could actually be the doing more to protect their users from scammers?
1: In our experience, most serious dating companies have pretty robust detection systems, and that's really whether they use us or whether they've built their systems themselves. Uh, And and the reason for that really is it's very hard to uh, make money out of dating if your users are uh, detecting a community that's full of scammers or bad actors in, a, in, in other shape or form. So um, I think it, it's a problem that the industry takes really seriously. It takes it seriously, you know, n- not just for ethical reasons, but for solid commercial uh, reasons. Um, however, you do have to balance uh, eliminating fraud with user experience. So um, an example of that might be, you could ID check every single user on your platform uh, but there'll be a penalty in terms of ease of registration so there you've made a trade-off between the security of your platform versus uh, ease of use so i think in terms of could dating services be doing more they're they're probably striking a a pretty good um, balance in terms of the service we provide, I mean, we would always say that by sharing intelligence across a network, um, you're likely to detect more scammers and you're likely to detect them uh, more quickly just because you're using a, a larger pool of um, data in, in order to um, support your detection decisions.
0: Could you maybe explain more about uh, what the history of fraud in the online dating industry looks like has it become more of an issue in recent times as online dating as a whole has grown in popularity the stigma has subsided and a lot of more people are using online dating platforms so
1: in the seven years we've been operating we've actually broadly seen the proportion of scammers being pretty consistent and it's around 10 to 20 20 percent of all new users um, across our network some sites are higher risk and other services are a lower risk but that that kind of overall trend has remained consistent f- for the seven years we've been operating i think what definitely has changed is as an issue scammers are increasingly on the radar of uh the media law enforcement regulators uh, we're hearing a lot more about it and, and um and we're hearing some sort of pressure really uh, for the industry to ensure that it is on top of the problem. And I think that reflects not necessarily a larger problem, um, but just a, a larger industry, so that there are there are more and more people dating now, and, and so whilst the proportion of scammers is perhaps the same, the, the overall number um, has increased in line with the, the number of people using dating services.
0: So in part of your work, uh, you've partnered with a number of police forces across the UK, Uh, could you maybe explain how you're assisting and advising them to try and prevent the number of romance fraud cases?
1: We're currently working with Action Fraud and also uh, directly with Sussex and Surrey Police. Uh, The work we do with Action Fraud, they are uh, sharing their uh, fraud reports. So when a a victim um, suffers from fraud, uh, they should report that into Action Fraud. Action Fraud will then Deal with that report. Um, but in addition to dealing with it through the normal police channels, Action Fraud also uh, passed that data on to us. We add it into our database, and our clients then um, automatically get that additional check on top of the, the standard Scamalytics service. The agreement we have with Action Fraud means that we've opened that up to the whole industry, so uh, anyone can use that service, and it's completely free of charge. to Uh, dating services so it's something you know I'd really encourage dating services to do because it really shows that you're you are committed to working with the police uh, in tackling this problem Um, with Sussex and Surrey police we have taken it a step further and they actually provide um, more detailed structured data from their victim liaison officers so they will go and meet victims of fraud and they will collect a a larger set of data which we've agreed with them and um, then they submit that to us via a uh, a system that we've built out for them and um, that can also be used directly by the victims themselves.
0: As you mentioned earlier uh, you've recently launched a new free tool that uh, fraud checks IP addresses can you maybe give us a bit more information about that and explain how the idea for that system came about?
1: Sure. So, uh, the aim of our, our new tool is um, really to, to just get more and more people using Scamalytics, um, but without cannibalising our, our core service, which is our API. Um, so, uh, our target market really is people who are dealing with fraud on a on a day to day basis, and and those people really are in the best position to then. Um, help their company make decisions as to as to uh, what are the best tools to use. So our new um, fraud check uh, tool allows uh, human moderators uh, or any human being um, to look up IP addresses and uh, get a fraud report on, on those IP addresses. So that would be a, a score of how likely we think people using that IP address are to be scammers. And it also explains whether we're seeing a VPN running on that IP address, or proxies, Tor exit nodes, uh, whether it's a, a server, you know, run by a hosting companies, so and quite an unusual uh, computer to be accessing a dating service. And moderators can look up as many IPs as they want. There's no, there's no limit on it. Um, uh, the only limitation we place is it needs to be human beings. It can't be automated. Um, and, and the whole uh, system is, Optimized for dating fraud, so there's obviously lots of places you can look up IP addresses, but we we really um, you know again like our API, we're specialising in dating fraud, so we are highlighting the risk of that IP address specifically in terms of dating fraud, rather than fraud generally or just general information about that IP address.
0: Now, one of the biggest uh, stories in the online dating industry at the moment is Facebook dating moving into more international markets and and spreading across the world. Uh, What sort of impact do you envisage Facebook dating having on the industry? Do you reckon it could make it easier or harder for scammers to get away with their crimes?
1: So we already see Facebook used um, by scammers in three quite separate ways. Uh, The the first way is to make initial contact with a a potential target. And that might be, for example, for a, a Facebook group, say a Facebook uh, singles group, um, then, uh, once they've made contact with the target, either through Facebook or, you know, through a a, 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 regular dating service, they will direct that user to check their, um, profile on Facebook, which will obviously be fake and that profile will support their, their story, um, you know, whatever, whatever their, um, whatever their kind of false story is. Um, and uh, then the third thing they'll do is they will try and move the target uh, away from uh, the dating site messaging system uh, which is normally monitored and protected and onto um, something like messenger or whatsapp and whatsapp is obviously encrypted end-to-end encryption so even whatsapp can't um, read the messages so great for privacy but also fantastic if you want to execute a scam and you want to be sure that your messages are not being read or or, or, or the, the content isn't monitored. So those three problems already exist on Facebook, and, and we see them fairly regularly. Uh, Facebook dating brings all those three areas together. So Facebook now has the mechanism for making the initial contact in a dating environment. So instead of having to use a, a singles group, you know, it's completely uh, integrated into the Facebook app. They can. Uh, easily connect their um, dating profile to their f- their general Facebook profile uh, which um, again they use to build credibility and trust before executing the scam and then they can move on to the messaging systems um, that Facebook operates such as Messenger or WhatsApp in order to, to actually execute the scam. So uh, I think um, in, in terms of increasing the, the size of the problem facebook dating you know definitely has uh, it definitely there's some exposure there for dating in uh, in terms of um you know scammers um having a, a new platform uh which um really kind of ha- helps with everything they need Facebook may well put in mechanisms to uh, deal with all all these issues. Um, So uh, we'll have to see really uh, whether their fraud protection uh, is is sufficient to meet the the new challenge.
0: So there's probably uh, some people listening who are thinking about getting involved in the industry, thinking about launching their own platforms. They might have already started to do that. Uh, What advice would you give to them to make sure they uh, are looking after their users to the best of their ability?
1: I think most... Startups have a bit of a honeymoon period where they're not on the radar of the scammers and they don't really see uh, a significant scamming issue. Their, their main issue is to build user numbers and you know, get a bit of traction. And with dating, you know, we, we all know this is an industry about um, critical mass, really. You, your users are not going to be happy unless they find other users. So that's the initial challenge. And and then once a, a new dating service uh, does start to get traction and gets on on the radar, generally, undoubtedly scammers will follow. Um, so my advice really is just be aware that that problem's going to be down the road if you're successful. Uh, if you if you're not successful, then it probably won't be. So in some ways, you could save your money by not worrying about it too early early on and and just uh, kick the can down the road until until you. Until you are successful but keep in mind that when it does happen it could be quite a sudden uh thing and and so um you probably need, need a plan um it, it, otherwise you might find yourself awash with scammers quite quickly and you don't really have any idea how to um how to tackle the issue
0: and looking into the future uh, what do you think the online dating industry will look like in the next three years and where is scamlitics going to fit into that landscape
1: well The industry's already been through a a period of enormous disruption uh, in the last seven years, really, since Tinder came along. We've seen a shift from subscription-based online dating sites to uh, freemium uh, models. Um, Generally, people are accessing dating through apps now rather than uh, websites. Um, Dating's really, it's grown up, really. It's, you're now looking at an industry that's run by massive international listed companies and startups are tending to be VC backed, whereas perhaps in the past they were they were bootstrapped. Um, this really has brought a lot of attention from regulators. If you're a listed company, you're under enormous scrutiny, and and not just your uh, practices in in terms of your accounting practices, but but also. Um, how you're managing problems related to uh, safety and you know, other potential PR issues. Um, so my guess is the next disruption, uh, and I think we're already seeing this a little bit, could come from outside the industry in the form of regulation. We've already had GDPR, and that's something that's continuing to uh, roll out, really. The ICO is um, is really... Uh, starting to flesh out what GDPR means in all sorts of different industries and they've touched on dating in certain areas and we also have in the UK the online harms white paper um, where uh, the government is really looking to regulate massive chunks of of the industry and dating is undoubtedly going to get caught up into that Um, I think in terms of where scamalytics fits into it there's risks for us but there's also opportunities for us Uh, so for example if we were forced down a route of compulsory ID checks I think that's going to really hurt us because that kind of solves the problem straight away. Um, On the other hand if there was uh, regulatory pressure to tackle scammers with more technology that would help us so for us the future uh, you know I think that like I say risks and opportunities and and we're just trying to uh, keep on top of um, where this is all going
0: well thank you very much Dan for joining us today uh, where do people need to go if they want to find out more about Scamalytics and the work that you do
1: you can check our website Scamalytics.com uh, IP tool is at Scamalytics.com forward slash IP and um, feel free to get in touch with anyone at the uh, at the company Uh, if you email info at scamalytics.com then um, one of us will pick it up and we'll um, happily uh, open up a dialogue
0: thank you so much for listening and please don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with colleagues and other friends in the industry i'll be back in a couple of weeks speaking to another leading professional In the meantime, make sure you keep up to date with all of the latest online dating news by following us on Twitter at global underscore dating or by visiting globaldatinginsights.com.